Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, so Bradley Trainer, Hi, that's me. Yes. Has been uh, listening to the latest podcast by our friend at crazydaysandnights.net and T-Lawyer. Uh, and uh, this is not the first time you've brought the knowledge you've gained mm. by listening to the podcast by crazydaysandnights.net to our show. Yeah, you've brought you've brought knowledge about uh, Amanda Bynes, about Johnny Depp, and now you're going to tell us about yachting. Uh, trust me, you're going to want to hear this. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And Bradley, so, lest people think that yachting is just sort of a hobby where you get a big boat and go out into the water, that's not what we're talking about. No, uh, the world of yachting, that's just basically uh, rich people's sex work, okay? Ooh. Famous celebrity sex workers. That's what we're talking about. I know you're like, what? Okay, here's the thing. Yachting, you'll hear us refer to occasionally because we've talked about certain celebrities you may be familiar with uh, heading off to Cannes. That's French for Cannes, you know, the film festival and everything. And it's all in the Mediterranean. And is it the Mediterranean? I'm geographically confused. But yes, yes. So you've got these big uh, boats out in the Mediterranean, rich people, ladies end up on these boats they make a lot of money. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Okay. There are so many different directions I could go in, but what what uh, drew me to this particular um, deep dive that Enti Lawyer did, he's the publisher of this blind item website, is that he, he has sources, and he actually spoke to, you don't hear this, it's not like he interviewed this person for the podcast, but you hear the guy who's allegedly, or you hear about the guy who's allegedly the number one sex broker, essentially, for Mm -hmm. celebrities and rich folk. And he kind of breaks it all down, how the process works, you know, like how people end up on these yachts, how much money they make, why people would do this. I mean, there's a lot of different aspects. Um, Right now, it's there's a two, uh, there are two episodes about this particular issue. There probably will be a third. And uh, he gets into specific names. Let me just start this way by telling you that yachting goes all the way back to Grace Kelly. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's going back some and I'm not going to get into the whole story, but it has a long history. It really took off in the 1970s when you had these, you know, rich, um, rel- very rich people um, throughout the Middle East and other parts who wanted to have, you know, famous women in their lives. Mm-hmm. 
And so then be thus began this sort of institutionalization of very rich people mingling with very, very popular ladies mm-hmm. and in turn providing cash money for it. So, I mean, okay. So when you say that there are like brokers, mm-hmm. so these are the, I mean, I, like there are other words that we have used for that type of person in sex work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so essentially, but that's sort of what they are. So they are like kind of the organizers. They kind of bring the, they bring the women into the fold and then sort of, you know, assign them for lack of a better term to, they they used the, to do the, it. The rich people who want to be entertained. Uh, these women would end up on these yachts. They would sort of pair off with these very wealthy people. They would be remunerated for the time that they spent with them. Then it became more, you know, like I I really would like to hang out with this person. Hey, would you like to do this with that? But there are all sorts of ways they they kind of you know make this a process. It used to be like Polaroid pictures that they would turn into sort of a black and white lookbook. Um, today it's very much on the internet. And it involves people that would shock you. I mean, celebrity names. And again, you have to, you know, this is gossip. This Mm -hmm. is one man's account of stories he's been told or believes that are true, right? Mm -hmm. But he tells tales about some very famous people, Carrie Fisher, Princess Diana. You know, the most commonly referred to yachting girl that we've talked about on this show is Meghan Markle mm-hmm. um, back in the day when she was, uh, you know, one of those silver briefcase girls on deal or no deal, deal or no deal. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about all of those people, but, but, you know, dropping names. Okay, fine. They may or may not be involved to me. I'm like, tell me about this process. Where is a place? And we talked about this a little bit. Where is, where does a lot of this yachting happen other than can? Well, You've, within the last, what, decade or so, heard a lot of celebrities heading off to a place in the middle of the desert, which you wouldn't normally think would attract a bunch of celebrities. Dubai. Dubai. Yes. And he talks about how Dubai really is sort of uh, a center Mm -hmm. for this type of behavior because, you know, even though it's a very sort of conservative society... Things, certain things are allowed behind the scenes so long as they're not out in the open. And again, you've got very powerful, very wealthy people um, in Dubai. And so that's why it, at one point, Anti Lawyer says, basically, if, you've, if you see a celebrity in Dubai, you can kind of figure out why they're probably there. And um, especially with a lot of reality stars, um, you know, you can probably figure out why they're there. So... Obviously, like the first name that jumps to mind, I mean, and we've read blind items about her, but this is somebody who's not been on American land for a long time is Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, but you don't hear about her in Dubai. Where do you hear her? Mykonos. That's where her clubs are. Yeah, that's where her clubs are. But there's a very specific reason. So Dubai is the place, right? But then everybody knows now Dubai is the place basically where um, you're going to go to make some money. As one of these uh, yacht ladies. Mm -hmm. So they needed another place to start hanging out. And guess where they start start hanging out? Mykonos. Mykonos. So now you see celebrities. Because we've often wondered, why is Lindsay Lohan in Mykonos? What possibly could bring her there other than the fact that she's a hot mess? Well, it's a very specific reason. There's a lot of money and a lot of power and influence that's in Mykonos. 
And so this this business has moved not uh, away from Dubai, but has sort of, you know, gone over to Dubai as well. And so you'll see a lot of celebrities now hanging out in uh, Mykonos. That's so bizarre. Yeah. And there's a lot of wealthy money. I mean, Lindsay Lohan did not open these clubs of her own uh, cash. Okay, so I have dumb, naive questions yeah. about this. So, mm-hmm. like, um, I mean, these are seriously naive questions. Yeah. But is the expect? I mean, so the expectation then is that the celebrity is there as yeah, sort of the servant, oh, yeah. the sexual servant of whomever. Whether it's a romantic uh, presumption or whether it's a sexual one. That is not that is totally fully known to the person that is involving themselves in this type of behavior. And it's to any person on the yacht or the person who is the the people on the yacht are there for a very specific reason. Okay, like, you know, if you're on that yacht and you're a celebrity female, Mm -hmm. it's very likely you're there because somebody would like to have sex with you Mm -hmm. or would like to, you know, give you and again i'm just relating the story yeah. as it's no, told that, by anti-lawyer like i said i have naive questions i'm just very curious the other thing i was going to say is he talks all about um he's like because you're like well why would why would certain people do this right right and he explains that very often it's b-list celebrities not a or c-list uh, there are a and c-list celebrities who do this but mostly it's b-list celebrities and the the reason is actually totally plausible he says so here's the deal you get to a certain level of fame. Maybe that fame is starting to run dry in terms of movie offers, mm-hmm. TV offers, but you have a lifestyle you now have to afford. And he he reads one woman's actual account, a celebrity that's his friend who wrote this all down, and he reads like her account of how she got started in yachting. And, you know, um, she was talking to somebody on the set of a TV show and um, how she just sort of like hit hard times and things weren't really happening the way that she thought they were. And this woman was like, well, I know people and there's some things you can do and blah, blah, blah. And it it then affords people who are trying to maintain this certain level of celebrity, the ability to do that in between (laughs) You know, it might be two years. It might be five yeah. years between, you know, Jobs. you might, sure, you might make a lot of money in your job, but after a couple of years, that money's going to run out. And if you don't have something to replace it, you might be willing to, you know, open it up to something else. Okay. So, the, and then I have another dumb question. I know we have to take a break, but like, what about the men? Well, I see this is the question I have. And I want to follow up with Enti Lawyer because, you know, we've had him on the show before and he communicates via, Um, direct messages. I want to follow up on this because I have to believe that this is not, there is this almost sort of like sexist thing going on where I'm just like, this is just kind of gross, but I I totally believe there are gross things in the world. Uh But I want to know there has to be, oh, you mean the men, men, the men that are purchasing? No, I mean the male, like, you know, I mean, if women have this sort of way of making money in between their jobs. Oh, what do the men do? You got to think that they I have to believe that there's there the same thing. There are men thing. that have a similar type of arrangement. Of yeah. course. Yeah, I mean, I think that's totally plausible, but yeah. he, he doesn't reference that specifically to the point that I've I've listened to. Uh-huh. Um, the men that are actually procuring this these arrangements, these I mean, we've talked about this sort of off the air. I mean, look at all of these like very wealthy men from uh, a lot of them from the middle East who end up with very famous actresses. It's not to say they're all, that's the only reason these people ever come together, but 
you know, if you believe the story as Enti Lawyer has sort of paint, uh, painted the picture in his podcast, I mean, it's certainly plausible and it's very juicy. Well, and then I get curious about, you know, if it does sort of turn into a relationship, then does there become a time where if money has been exchanging hands in a certain way, meaning like, for example, like say Lindsay Lohan, for example. Yeah. Well, do you really think she was actually romantically uh, interested, independent of her Russian oligarch that's, son's wealth? Okay, so that's kind of where I'm going yeah. with this. So if at one point money was exchanging hands, like how does that get brokered? Oh, I'm sure that just continues in whatever relationship capacity yeah. they have. And, you know, the checks keep coming. I mean, it's so bizarre. Okay, well... I know you're how you're like this is like a three part podcast and I don't know. He says he could you know, he doesn't know exactly how long it's gonna be, but I'm like half into the second. Okay, well portion. we got some questions we need yeah. to submit. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, we're late. We got a cheat day experience. We're good, you guys. We're having fun. It's Friday. Find out what we're gonna put in our pie hole after this on my talk one oh seven. Whoa, you guys. <sighs> this was sort of laborious, our cheat day today. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and every Friday, we like to try something we've never tried before. Um, really just for fun, mostly because we like food. And uh, we call it Cheat Day. Cheat Day. Cheat Cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. So I don't, I, I can't remember how we got on the topic of this, but a while ago we were talking about, um, I don't know what we were talking about. but we, our, I think we were actually talking about like things that you love that like are totally, you know, like nostalgic or something, something about your own hometown. Okay. Or, so, and our friend Renee, a listener, Renee, uh, who's from the East coast, uh, she told us about this coffee syrup and think of like how you put Hershey's syrup in milk to make chocolate milk. Well, this is like a coffee-flavored syrup that you yeah. put in milk to make coffee milk. And this is something that kids drink. Oh, maybe we're talking about like flavored milks or Could something. Could be. Could be. Uh, and this is something that like kids drink in the, on the East Coast. And she was like, I'm going home. I will grab some for you and I will send it to you. Well, she sent it to us and she sent it a while ago. And I'll be perfectly honest, we've had an onslaught of uh, a lot of it's a- timely... Um, timely cheat day items that we've had. To, and Holly, you might want to hop over here and get yours. I've this, got one made up for you. This is, um, it's called the official state drink of Rhode Island. Yeah. Did yes. you put, uh, how much did you put in there? I mean, I put some squirts in. You're supposed to put, it looks like two, two tablespoons. Yeah, I put in probably, a, I don't. we don't have eight ounces of milk in here. So I put in probably a tablespoon. I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. If you need to add more, you add more. Very, I don't know. What does it smell like? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You. I don't know. It smells like syrupy milk. No, oh, it thanks, Holly. Thanks, Hi, Holly. how are you? It smells um, kind of antiseptic. Okay, well, that'll be interesting. So, you um, try it? I'm, yeah, you try it first because I, somebody has to talk. So, uh, apparently, it does it taste like nothing? Okay. I'm so, he's adding more. I'm squirting until we get some. Uh, he's squirting until he gets a satisfactory. I, mean, I feel like caramel if a little color. is good, a lot is better. Okay, go to town. Okay, so now um, I'm going to try this again. But apparently, like, kids drink this. In on the oh, East Coast. Yeah, keep going. Is it good? Yeah, you got to put more in yours, honey. Okay, I'll put I'll because put more it in. gets there. It's almost got like a if you put enough in. Okay, the brand, by the way, is Autocrat Coffee Syrup. Yeah, is that's it actually good? good. You got to put enough in there. It's got to be like a. Like I'm afraid a, to put too much in. No, there's girl, no such thing. There's you're fine. It's think of it like chocolate syrup. Mm. It should be dark. Okay, is mm-hmm. it good? I mean, look, the first two ingredients are sugar. Oh, It's like sugar with a hint of coffee. You know what this would be good on is ice cream. Really? Straight up just squirt it on some ice cream. Why don't we have this here? I'm sure we have something like it. It, I mean, okay, so you like it, Holly? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Let me see what color you are. Well. Yeah, that's good. Try it. Okay, okay, here I go. Yeah, you need a lot of it in your drink. Oh, it it has a smell. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that is good. Right? That yeah. is super good. It is very sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you it's know. It's basically sugar with a hint of coffee, and I like is. a coffee flavor, so I could see this being, you know, it's if weird you, to me that kids would like it, but. It, me too. If you are the type of person, if I'm, I'm being very honest with you, if you're the type of person who likes, uh, like, to put a lot of cream and a lot of sugar in your yeah. coffee, this is like that. It tastes to me like a like a um, coffee flan or something, like uh, almost like a flan, honestly, yeah. because it's like a burnt sugary mm-hmm. taste with a hint of coffee. Okay, that is really good. It. Oh, people are calling. I bet they're calling about this. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. Like I've never tried anything like this before. Autocrat coffee syrup. Autocrat. It just looks like motor oil, to be honest with it you. It does. Like the the container. It is the official state drink of. Rhode Island coffee milk. Um, yeah, but apparently it's very popular. And she says kids drink it like for a snack, like an after school snack. Huh. I know. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think you need to worry about them uh, like overdosing on coffee because I don't think there's actual coffee in it. It's just coffee. How flavor. old were you when you started drinking coffee? Uh, uh, coffee? Uh, like 18? Oh, like 13. Yeah. Everyone was calling to let you know that there's coffee syrup at Trader Joe's. Oh, is there really? Apparently. Okay, good to know. Good Thank stuff, you for man. that, Holly. Okay, try it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly, and we're going to tell you about them after this. On the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got your D bags for you. My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. They do it so often that we've created a whole segment for them. And uh, that segment on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. That segment is called D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yeah. 
My douchebag today is an actual royal person. Mm. And that royal douchebag is Prince Charles. Oh, what? Uh, Well, I read this headline. Prince Charles has his shoelaces ironed every morning. His shoelaces. (laughs) He has his shoelaces ironed. Every morning. Why wouldn't you? And that's kind of what okay, I'm thinking. Okay, like, you know, down. When, if you're the a two prince, of you, right you now. find a frivolous thing and you make it happen. That's mm-hmm. like Oprah-level rich behavior. Yep. That's rude because somebody has to actually do that. Do you want to be the person that has to iron shoelaces for a no. living? No. I bet Thank they you. make six figures for doing it. I mean, no. yeah, if no. I get paid, no. I will okay. iron shoelaces. Okay. Can I just tell my story? Yeah. Quote, his pajamas... This sounds like you. His pajamas are pressed every morning. His shoelaces are pressed flat with an iron. The bath plug has to be in a certain position, and the water temperature has to be just tepid. That is according to his former butler, Paul Burel, in a new documentary, which now I want to watch. Um, His valets, get this, have to squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every morning. One inch! Not more. Um... Not less. Also, that seems like a lot of toothpaste. It seems like too much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The butler's duties also extended to doing the following. Fetching items just a few feet away from him. On one occasion, quote, he rang me from his library and said, Oh, Paul, a letter from the queen seems to have fallen into my waste paper bin. Would you pick it out? So he can't bend over (laughs) and pick things out of a waste paper basket. He makes somebody else do it. None of that sounds just kind of nice to you at all. No. Why would you ever make somebody dig something out of the trash for you? You're going to no, pick up the phone I'm and not, call somebody? Not necessarily okay, that part. Nice try. But I'm just saying, like, I'm a little, I'm just, I'm, because I feel like our roles are reversed right now because usually I'm the one that's like, I can't believe that. I would have my servants do things like... But not limited to go get me the food that I want to eat. Thank you. But I'm not going to make them put my toothpaste on my dumb toothbrush and iron my iron my shoelaces. That seems like a waste of effort. But like drawing your bath for you, putting the plug in That's, a very that particular position. That's silliness. Also, get this: when he travels, he takes his own toilet seat with him. <laughs> And changes outfits how many times oh, a day? Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. Yes? Four. Five. Oh, dear. He changes outfits five times per day and only recently discovered what a common household item you use probably almost every day is. And uh, do you want to guess what um, it is? Like he, he Give just, me like one hint. Like It's in wh- your kitchen. Like, he only um, recently discovered what blankety-blank is. A microwave. A faucet? Nope. Think oh. about something in a drawer that you use to, like, uh, cover stuff with. Mm. Like, oh, these eggs. I need to put something on these eggs so they don't rot in my refrigerator. Oh, uh, like, a, like saran wrap? Yes! He only recently... Now, he's 69 years old, and he's only recently discovered what saran wrap is. Oh, jolly good. This seems very interesting. I've never seen anything like this before. Jolly good. Oh, jolly good. That is kind of obnoxious. Obnoxious. Um, But honestly, like... 
can I don't know that I can entirely. Would you blame. please read the no, text you got from our boss? Hold on a second. Just hold on a second. <laughs> All I'm saying is this: you can't. It's not really his fault. Okay. I'm just saying it's he, not his fault. It's not because that he makes people iron his shoelaces. Listen, listen. Yes. Okay. Fine. Bradley has been. Uh, Bradley wanted me to read the text that came from our boss. Yes, that says, thank you. Prince Charles is extremely douchey. Brad is right. Colleen is wrong. Bam. Okay. Okay. Thank so, you. Okay. You've, it's been verified. I mean, I just needed to put that out okay. there so the world is a better place. Thank I'm not you, saying it's not douchey. What I'm saying is like <laughs> he there's n- nobody around him was like, dude. That's not how people treat people. No one was giving him a Nobody was check. like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, because no, it's you're totally he's not a his prince. responsibility that he doesn't use his brain. I'm going to go on right now. Okay. And I'm going to call out my D bag. And my oh, D bag. Who's your D bag going to be? It's OJ Simpson. Oh, is it? Ooh, OJ. I like him. Okay. I'm going to isolate that. We're done. We're now done. Hey, remember that time you said you liked OJ? Because this is awkward now because OJ Simpson, not the same. Okay, so OJ Simpson went to a, a, a Halloween party and he was dressed up. Oh, God. Did he do what I think he did? What did you think he did? Did he pull like a Megyn Kelly? No, 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 okay. no, no. Not like that. No, but he was dressed as a doctor. He was just as a gynecologist. Oh, no. No. And he was wearing what? a white lab coat. And it said, Dr. What did it say? Seymour. Do you want to? No. Seymour what? I mean, there are many words I could say at most of which would get me fired. Well, like, um, well, it's the name. Okay. So I'll just give you some clues. It's the last name of, of uh, two of our presidents, actually. Uh, Bush. Former. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you like more clues. Lincoln. Like, yeah. I don't think Lincoln's a euphemism for lady parts, but yeah. Seymour. Bush. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Doctor. Class act. He's a gynecologist. To be fair, nobody told him he shouldn't do that. I mean, it is 2018. I don't know that I would be grinning in pictures. Uh, I mean, and he is. I mean, look, here's the know. thing. O.J. Simpson lives in his own reality. This is true. I mean, when you have... When you have essentially um, gotten away with, probably gotten away with murder, (laughs) like you... I mean, literally. When you've literally probably gotten away with murder, you can probably do this and not really suffer any type of consequence. I just want to know what the people who like walk... Like, I can... Like, if I just happened to be at a Halloween party, walked in and was like, oh, God... Oh God! That's like, what o. would you Simpson. even do? Like, uh, hi, O.J. Simpson. What are What are you supposed to be, Mr. Simpson? I'm Doctor Seymour Bush. Well, first of all, first of all, if you're at, if you find yourself at a Halloween party with O.J. Simpson, you got to ask yourself, what did I do wrong? Exactly. In life? Do you get close enough to have a conversation? No, I'm just I'm looking not at all these people who around. did. They sidled right up to him to take a photo. Where was this party? This is a great question. Uh, he was at a Halloween party on Wednesday Lounge. night in Las Vegas on the Strip. Uh, as to whether or not, you know, I wonder if this was like a paid appearance. It does oh, not I'm say. sure it was. Of course. Probably. The man doesn't do anything where he's not paid at this point because he mm. needs money. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so he was on the Las Vegas Strip. He was... Uh, he was giving free exams, apparently. 
He said, uh, when asked, people are terrific. My kids love visiting me here in Las Vegas. They like Red Rock, you know, hiking and stuff. Doesn't, there's something just so, I mean, there's just something so perfect about him living in Las Vegas because it's just a, it's just a gross place. To, I mean, I, you know, it's Sin City. Yeah. I love Las Vegas, FYI, but l- the thought of living there among OJ Simpson and friends. Yeah. No. You mean, I think what you mean is Dr. Seymour. Sorry, Dr. <laughs> Seymour Bush, MD. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. When we come back, I have a question for you. 651-641-1071. What food could you literally eat every single day of your life for 40 years? I'm serious. Think this through. For 40 years, you have to eat one food. Like one piece of food or like one kind of food? One kind of food. Okay. All right. Okay. So like... For example, mm-hmm. and the reason I'm telling you, I'm asking you this is because there's a guy who has eaten pizza every single day of his life for 40 years. Oh, okay. All right. That does not mean he's eaten the same exact kind of pizza, but he has eaten pizza okay. every single All day right. of his life for 40 years. If you could eat one kind of food for every single day of your life for 40 years, what food would it be? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. After this on my talk one zero seven one. Food could you eat literally every day for 40 years of your life? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and I'm asking this because I was recently acquainted online with a person, 41-year-old New Jersey teacher named Mike Roman. Who oh, says that's appropriate. that he has eaten pizza every single day for as long as he can remember? Uh, that means every single day for almost forty years. He prefers fresh pizza to frozen pizza. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, he actually doesn't like <laughs> toppings on his slice. Uh, that's what he says. What? But he's eaten pizza for pretty much every single meal for so decades. Basically, he's eaten cheese pizza he forever. A, he's a fan of cheese pizza. Okay. Yeah, which that yeah. just seems like a shame. But whatever. Whatever. That this is this. Is also, him. his name is Roman. Yeah, Mike Roman. Yeah. Pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What could you see yourself eating for forty years? We do have callers. Shall we take them? Let's do it. Okay. Let's first speak with Gigi. Hello, Gigi, Gigi Hadid. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Gigi. Uh, Hi. What food could you eat for every day for 40 years? Tacos. Oh, tacos. Oh, That's good. a good one. Tacos are having their day, man. Like, man, I could eat breakfast tacos, veggie tacos, dessert tacos. I'm all there the tacos. For that. Would you switch it up? Like, would you eat all the same things on your tacos or would you have the same kind of taco all the time? I'd switch it up. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right, Gigi. Thanks, tacos, Gigi. thank you very much. I, I tend to... Th- uh, thanks, Gigi. I think um, tacos are kind of Mexican pizza. Mm, yeah, think about let's it. fold it up sideways. Yeah, right? Yeah. And you could have soft tacos. I mean, the thing about yeah. tacos is there's so much variety. Yeah. And same with all, pizza. You get all the food groups. I mean, you can. It's the same thing with pizza. Exactly. Yeah. You get all the food groups what's, represented what's right there. Um, I was thinking about this. Omelets. What? Omelets? Yes. You would eat omelets every day? Yes. What? What is wrong? What? <laughs> you. Uh, what? Omelets? Yes. A. Can, do you have I a sad trombone over there? I love eggs. I love eggs. And you can mix it up. You, can you would put that over pizza? 
Yes. Was <laughs> the indigestion with pizza? Oh my god! Play another one. Cause the indigestion with pizza. I think you would so eat much. a hole in your esophagus. Oh, I would just die if I had to eat pizza every okay, day. You guys are mean. What? What's yours? Omelets. I I love you. Omelets. Okay. Don't laugh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Silent. Oh my god! But think about it. No, no I wait. Won't because stop. you just made fun of me for omelets. <laughs> Hold you on. Just no. Stop it. No. But you got to believe, or you got to admit how genius that is. No. Because have you ever had like a fried chicken salad, like a cob salad with fried chicken bits on it? You get a little bit of veggies. You get a little bit of uh, your, you know, whatever meat you want. I mean, basically anything you like: steak, chicken, bacon, pork. Okay, Bacon, so I'm not, chicken. nope, I'm not doing this because I can't, no, because I have my reasons for omelet and you can have your Fine, salad you can reasons. have your omelet and only if I get my salad. No, Do you, you have can the have whatever one? you want and I want my omelet and you then can why have are you yelling salad. at me? I'm not yelling. You're totally raising your voice. Um, if you won't let me have salad because it's... You can have your salad. I would say sandwiches. I mean... But I think salad because there's some days that I don't want bread. She's fine. Holly? She's, she's, she can't I even, want to hear what Holly has to say. She can't even get in the middle of this. Holly? Yes. What's yours? <laughs> I was going to say tacos. Oh, because okay. you can eat tacos any which way. And let's I be know. honest, half the time Holly would not eat the shell. She would disassemble it and have four meals out of it. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I know how to live life. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's go to Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for holding. Lauren, uh, if you could eat one food every single day for 40 years, what would you eat? First, I want to say hi, guys, and I love listening to you. Thank, Thank um, you. I'm 24. I'm trying to convince more of my friends to listen to talk radio, and I've converted a few of them. Good. Thank but you. That's a good and job work. well done. We'll send, send you a t shirt. Yes, we don't thank have one, you. but we will. Yeah, that was, yeah. He, he was lying, but just think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, my favorite food is potatoes because you can have twice baked potatoes, fries, potato skins. There's mashed potatoes. There's so many different things you could do with You're it. Right. And it's simple, but you can add stuff to it. Yeah, like oh, you like can that. top the potato. You can top the potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can use the potato as a base. Yeah, and then you or can just the main course. pile all the stuff on it. Yeah. And like, it is a good... The potato is a lovely thing. It really is. I, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Thank yeah. you for taking us through yeah. that, Bradley. Let's okay. go to Tim. Hi, Tim. Tim, if you could eat one food for the next 40 years, every single day, what would it be? Okay, before I commit, I just want to clarify the rules. Because you're talking about different toppings for pizzas and salads yeah, yeah. and omelets and things like that. So is it one food or one meal? It, well, it's like a food item-y thing. So, you okay. know, like pizza, salad, sandwiches, omelets. You can stuff all okay, sorts so of things. there's some variation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can be okay. loosey-goosey with it, Tim. We're not going to be very okay. picky on yeah. a Friday. Totally, totally cheeseburgers. Oh, Absolutely. oh that's good. That's no a good question. one. Because I could get like a pizza cheeseburger. Yes. Like a little pepperoni, go mozzarella, a little marinara. Uh-huh. You know, you can throw the bacon on. Yeah. You can go extra lettuce if you're feeling salady. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean... Okay, Tim, can I, I just have to tell you something, Tim, because yeah. you're on the line and I, and I just want to tell you, I want to sing the praises of the burger that we had for lunch today oh. in our cafeteria. It was a apple Gouda turkey burger and it had like spicy rocket on it. It was so good. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of a cheeseburger barbarian. 
Okay, so, so none of that sounded good to you? I'm just yeah, telling no, you. I'm talking uh, it volume counts. So what's your favorite what's your favorite burger place? <laughs> uh geez, I'd probably have to say uh Red Robin. I mean Really? Six ninety oh six ninety nine for a double tavern burger, all you can eat fries. Uh even with the all you can eat fries, I'm usually good for two. Uh lots and lots of variations. Uh Look at you, you. Can just get right. anything you want. God. Wow, all right. Tim, Pro tip get from after Tim. It. Thank all you. Right. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Kara. Kara, you can eat one food every day for the next 40 years. Kara, what is that one food? Hi, it's Kara. Um, I'm with Colleen. I'm an egg gal. Oh. So, Thank you. Yes. So you can do hard-boiled. You can do the omelet thing like Colleen. You can do scrambled with cheese and mushrooms and spinach. You could do kind of a Mexican with salsa and avocado. I- so it's kind of the varieties are endless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you, Kara, because you really just, can do anything. I would with eggs. get tired of eggs after a while, nope, never. honestly. Well, you can then eat your salad. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do iceberg or arugula or spinach. See, this is what I or, love. This is what I love about America. But here's what I what love. What I love about America is everybody can make their choice for whatever food they want to have for the next 40 years. That's what I love. I mean, they could do that in England, probably. Sure, fine. But. The freedom to choose your own food is a beautiful thing. Yeah, how many, <laughs> with the exception of like North Korea, how many people can't choose their food? Right. This is what it means, though, <laughs> to be human in 2018. Is that you can My choose to eat the same weird thing is for your salad? Years. And your salad is Holly's tacos. Okay. And that, my friends is what it means to be an American. Wow. Thank you. And you wonder why we have the problems we do. Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. And that is to my friend who does not like my political opinions on the show any longer. Who's that? Uh, the emailer who emailed yesterday. Let's go to oh. Phil. And Phil will have the final word. Phil, the next 40 that's, years. That's you- so sorry. Hey, just remember, to go, get out and vote next Tuesday. Thank, Thank you. Uh, it's, it's definitely not pretzels. Uh, yeah. Cute. I see what Good you did job. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Well I would, played. I would definitely chew a salad over an egg any day. <laughs> yes. What I would eat, I would eat, is pie. You got your just regular <gasps> okay. basic dessert mm-hmm. pie. You got your shepherd's pie. You got like a quiche pie. You got your pizza pie. Yes. And that's all I got. Phil, I'm your pie guy. You... But I am not, I am not Seymour Pie. Okay, cute. That... I love... <laughs> Phil, Phil, you got like bonus points today. You redeemed yourself I, I well, can't until even. the whole pie thing. No, he started in a rough place, and then he brought me back to a place of hope. So okay. thank you, Phil. Pie um, is genius, though, that. because he's right. You just need a crust and dump some stuff on it. Pie is genius. I mean, it's basically a taco. A ta- oh, my God. Think about it, you guys. Pa- pizza, pie, and tacos are kind of all the same thing. And all awesome. I, I'm not talking about adjectives to describe what they are. I'm just saying, doesn't that kind of blow your mind? It's exciting. It makes me happy. It's kind of, I don't know. The I like things that have endless possibilities. You just, you need a bottom and stuff on top of it. That's all it is. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. I'm, I, I don't know what to do with like, I don't, I feel like you just had like the whole world just cracked open. No, I mean, you. it's just, it's kind of ingenious if you think about it. Like We're all just, eating the same thing, man. 
beautiful, isn't it? Stuff dumped on some other stuff. And when Oof. we come back. I mean, even a cheeseburger is basically a taco. Is basically a pizza or a I pie. I hate to interrupt <laughs> this moment of clarity for you, Bradley. But when we come back, we got hot mans. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot. Strippers. My Talk 107.1. Everything. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Entertainment. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm John Henney, fourth generation owner of Henney Jewelers in Shadyside. When it comes to shopping for a diamond engagement ring, be sure you're getting the very best value. Before you think about purchasing a ring anywhere else, please stop in to Henny Jewelers to compare. Our friendly team will make you comfortable and never pressure you. We are confident we'll help you find or create your dream ring at the absolute best value. Stop into Henny today or go to hennyjewelers.com to make an appointment. Henny Jewelers, we're your jewelers for life.